My parents unintentionally gave Ellie the creepiest gift ever. And then Jeff accidentally traumatized her with it. Uh, We watched a really weird but trending documentary this weekend called House of Hammer. We've got some thoughts to tell you about that. And I missed a really important message from my fertility specialist's office because I forgot the password to the portal. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update Packet. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, September 6th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for leaf blowers, because I did a little yard work over the long weekend. And when I was all done, I just used a leaf blower to blow up the crumbs. It was great. I wish, I think that I'm going to start using the leaf blower to, like, blow out the kitchen. But I don't think you can use it inside because it'll just (laughs) curl everything up. It'll just go all over the house. Oh, because in my mind, it would be, I mean, I know there's, like, dustbusters, but dustbusters always last, like, five seconds. Like, I just need something to corral all the crumbs, like... We have hardwoods in like our kitchen, dining, ever like area, and it's such a high traffic area, and there's always like crumbs or like dirt from outside or whatever. So I vacuum that space like once every other day because it drives me nuts to be walking around barefoot and then you know but feel like a you, crumb on my foot. What about the cordless? The is that's it, what I use. Oh, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I just I just thought it would be funny to oh. use the leaf blower and then just blow it right outside. Got it. Well, you can try it. Mm. That joke fell flat. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful. (laughs) I didn't realize realize it was a joke because then you went on to like, sorry, want to tell it again? No, no, (laughs) it's it's over. This is how the week is starting for Callie. This is how the week is starting. Um, My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for long weekends. Now, I decided at the end of last week that I was going to tackle this yard dilemma. Now, I didn't know what my yard dilemma was at the time. All I knew was that about, I don't know, 25 to th- like a quarter to a third of our yard just ne- just didn't get sun. Doesn't get sun. Doesn't get sun. Yeah. And the grass, the, it was just moss over there. There was no grass. And it's been kind of on my like way in the back of my head to-do list. Not, Your micro-anxiety list? It, it hadn't risen to micro-anxiety level. It just was there. So I'm like, oh, we got a long weekend. The weather's supposed to be great. I go to Lowe's and I say to the guy, I go right to the garden center, right? And I go in and I say to the guy, hey, um, can you tell me about, and I launch right into the first guy I see. I actually rewind. The first guy I see is the cashier and he's helping somebody. So I get in line Mm -hmm. behind the guy that he's helping. There's nobody in line behind me. And it, just as I step up to order or to ask him my question, a woman like walks in and grabs two sets of those yard bags, mm-hmm. like two packages of, the, of, the, of those yard bags, and then gets in line. And I'm like, oh, if you're just checking out, I have a, I'm going to ask him a couple questions. So go on ahead. She says, okay. Um, she checks out. It, had st- it was sprinkling started to sprinkle and we were in the garden center with like the plastic roof. So it was mm-hmm. making a ton of noise the, I felt like I was in a sitcom. This woman 
insisted that the guy wrap her bag, her yard bags in plastic bags so they didn't get wet on the walk to the car. But the plastic bags were just like, like the, it was almost like a perfect fit. So it just wasn't an easy like drop them in the bag and then put another one on mm -hmm. the top. It was like. A whole thing. It was like fitting a piece of paper that's the same exact size as the envelope in the envelope. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you got to slide it with perfect like precision. Then, so she gets. By the way, isn't the point of the yard bags that they're durable for outside use? Exactly. Right. But she's aware that I'm waiting to ask a question. And you let her. In front. In and front. I, so it's, an, it's awkward enough, like her fidgeting with the bags, that him fidgeting with the bags. Then she asked for tape. So she no, did, she didn't. Swear to God, the, it was awkward. It was so, like I wasn't in a rush, so I wasn't mad. But like, even he even gave me a look, like I am so sorry. So then uh, she wraps up. She gets she literally wraps up her bags in bags and leaves. We have a little bit of a chuckle about you know what an ordeal that was. And then I immediately launch into, okay, I've got a yard. Part of it's shade. It's always wet. Moss, no grass. It's a rental house. I'm not looking to invest. I'm not trying to, you know. Re-landscape the yard. I'm not, yeah. I'm not taking out a, a second mortgage to fix the yard. I just, what, what grass seed do I need? You don't even have a first mortgage. You're right. I'm not trying to take out a loan. I'm just, right, just tell me what I need here to do this. And uh, he listens to my whole spiel. And he's like, I got to, let me radio somebody from, from patio. So he didn't even work in that department. Nice. But, Okay, so then he radios a guy. A guy comes, and I immediately launch into the same spiel with him. Like, I got a house, I'm renting it, don't want to spend a ton of money, half of it, shade, huh, moss, grass, wet. Like, I'm like, we have dogs. I mean, I just overshared too much information. Mm -hmm. But I gave him the whole spiel. He lets me say the whole thing. Then he says, sorry, I'm in outdoor equipment. I have to call, I have to get somebody who's familiar with grass. And I'm like, oh my God. So then they call the guy number three. So this is the third guy. He comes out. Now, mind you, there's like five minutes between every guy mm -hmm. that I'm just standing there. I'm really surprised at this story, by the way, because I feel like every time I go into a store like that, anybody that's walking around answers any question that I have. Yeah, but I think where are the two by fours is different than that's true. What type of grass seed do I need? Is it too late in the year to do grass? Do I have to? I was asking, like, do I have to pull the moss? Do I have to kill the moss? Like, what do I do? Okay, what do I put on top of the seed mm -hmm. so the birds don't eat it, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera? Uh, then guy number three comes up, and he says, and, and he's like, hey, and he's got a trainee with him. So like, I'm like, oh, this guy knows he 100 knows what he's talking about. I give him the same exact spiel. I swear. His response is, you need grass seed. That was it. And I was like, okay, yes. What kind? And he's like, looks to the right where there's a bunch of grass seed. He's like, this stuff will work. And I'm like, okay, is that the stuff that goes brown in the winter? Or does that stay green year round? And he's like, uh, brown. And I'm like, okay, is that going to be weird if part of my yard has the stuff that doesn't go brown? Like, how do I know what kind I already have or 
whatever. And he's like, yeah, that would be weird. Like, I swear I felt like I was in a sitcom. Yeah. So then I say, uh, should I take the moss up? Should I, you know, pull the moss up? And he's like, yeah, probably. And I'm like, are you the grass? I literally said, are you the grass expert? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I said, okay, thank you. And just walked out. Like it was, I, it, I was in a, pra I, I felt like I was in a practical, I was in an episode of that. What would you do? Yeah. You know, like how much can you take before you absolutely lose it? <laughs> right. If I was in a hurry, I would have been so mad, but I, that, yeah, I mean, you didn't laugh at all. So I guess the story was not as funny, but I have laughed several times this weekend. Just thinking of that guy going, you need grass seed. I will tell you, um, I recorded an episode of adult AF, which is coming out hopefully this month. Um, but I recorded an episode of adult AF and one of the topics was like how to do your lawn. And I have this expert that's like a TV expert on landscaping and stuff like that. And one thing that she told me was when you do your grass, you want to do by the winter seed and the summer seed and do them both at the same time. And then you'll always have green grass. You can mix them. Right. Perfect. What is Isn't the, that amazing? Yeah. What's the winter seed? I don't know what it is, but there should be one mark there. That's like, you know, seasonal. They all have, they're all coded so that you get like, they're like this one. Here's, you know, 26, 32 dash 10. Like they're like motor oils or bras. Mm. Like they all have like weird numbers and letter combinations. Is there like a consumer reports for <laughs> grass? I did uh, do a Google search and I found out that it was the shade, like the fact that there was so much shade. So that's why I bought the, tree trimmers and trim the tree. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, we can kill the moss. Like we're supposed to get rid of the moss before we put the grass seed down. And apparently there's a way to do that with Dawn dish soap, which hmm. to me, I feel like Dawn dish soap is a, it does anything. You got a stomach bug, have some Dawn dish soap. Your duck. It's like the guy in uh, my big fat Greek wedding with, with the, the Windex. Windex. Yeah. yeah. You got a duck that's been in an oil spill. Dawn. You got moss. Dawn. We watched House of Hammer this weekend because it's like trending. A lot of people are talking about it. It's been in the media. And House of Hammer is the documentary that I, I was going to say about Army Hammer, the actor, but it's really a little bit about Army Hammer and a lot about his family because I did not know this, but he's like a fifth generation wealth. Yeah. person like his, what do you call that like trust not a trust fund kid but like he's the generational fifth. well he's a, his grandfather great-grandfather like, great-grandfather owned like the fifth largest petroleum company in the world or something like that like a billionaire like ridiculous i'm always shocked about stuff like that it's the same vibe to me as like when we were watching the victoria's secret documentary about how i my little plain jane boring life friend doesn't even register the levels of drama that some people have in their lives. Like I'm just watching TikTok, I'm watching Instagram and there are people like paying off leaders of countries. And what I'm you, like, what do you mean your what? friend? What do you mean? You just said my plain Jane friend doesn't even realize. Oh no, my plain Jane mind. Oh, I is what I said, meant to say. Cause oh, I'm just like, like, it makes me feel like when we were watching the Victoria's secret documentary, it was talking about how the founder of the limited and all those brands is like tied to all this like crazy underground stuff that most of us know about that most of us won't experience because it's tied in with this 
yeah. bajillions of dollars worth of wealth. Right. And it was the same thing with this family. Like it's five generations of wealth. And at the top level, one guy is like involved with Russia and writing checks to politicians for hundreds of that. And I'm like, I, it blows my mind because I can't even wrap my head around anything, but like the drama that's on my Instagram or reality TV or, or uni grass seed. Or you need grass seeds. So I'm just like, you didn't seem to enjoy it that much, but it was shocking, right? It was shocking. I enjoyed the parts about his family more than the stuff. Me too. About him being like creepy and weird mm -hmm. at, the, at the beginning. Um, and the reason, you ever get something in your head that bugs you and you can't get it out of your head and it's going to it will throttle your enjoyment of other of the rest of something. Mm -hmm. For example, they were interviewing the women that he formed these relationships with, mostly via social media mm -hmm. a couple years ago. Um, and not one of the women said, yeah, it, that was, he was a movie, he's a movie, he's a terrifically good looking movie star. Like they all tried to downplay it like, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, they just didn't acknowledge it. And to me, that was the elephant in the room. Like, of course you wrote him back. He's the he's one of the best. He's rich and super hot. He's, his, he's a billionaire. He's super hot. And he's a movie star. Like, yeah. Let's acknowledge. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I would have written him back. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, they all kind of dodge it. And then I thought, then I started thinking, like. Well, I think a one of the girls was like, I didn't even know who he was. Of course you did. Oh, and then somebody's yeah. like, ah, and, uh, and then somebody's like, and then a couple of weeks into it, I decided to Google him and I saw he was married. I'm like, there is, you, listen, that you meet a guy at a bar and you Google him from the bathroom with your friends. Like right, that's just, right. everybody does it. Guys, right. girls, all of us. So don't pretend you're above that. Then, so then I was like, then I started to feel like a jerk because these women are victims. And right. here I am like, I don't know, like piling onto their, their victim thing and then i was like oh my gosh what if they did say that and the editors took it out so people like me would say things like what i just said and then that was the then like it, the, and that, that was all you could focus on that ruined my enjoyment of the show meanwhile i'm like oh my gosh they got a phone call from nixon and you know yeah jeff's like well, yeah. once once they moved on, once they moved off of him and moved on to the family stuff, then I thought it was fascinating. Yeah, super interesting. I just feel like such a basic human, boring human being. But you know, all about watching other people's drama that is not my own. Totally into that. Um, also, this weekend we got to talk about doctors' portals. Now, I don't know Jeff because you don't have as nearly as many doctors' appointments as I do. But one of the things to like really become popular in the last like five years is the online portals for doctor's offices, which is great. Like if you had told me about it 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, that sounds great. I don't have to call a doctor's office. I can communicate with them through the portal. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. The problem is they all have different logins, different portals and different websites. So I can't ever remember what doctors what, and then there's like different logins and you have to answer different questions. And it's like just really confusing to me. So moral of the story is I, it becomes like a micro anxiety for me to check the portals, like the messages from but my don't, provider. Don't they email you? 
the email you tell you you have a message, but then you have to go to the site, you have to log in, go to the inbox. Yeah, I I I have a thought. I have a thought about that because I share your frustration. Oh, you do. And mine come because the the portal that I get the most messages from is for some reason I'm the portal person for Ellie's account. Okay. So every time I get something like from them, I'm like, oh, I gotta log in and see what it is. And nine times out of 10, it's something like vaccines are now available at the office. It's like nothing. You have to come in, you know, walk-ins. Vaccines are available for walk-ins Monday through Wednesday between noon and 4 p.m. Like that to me is not portal worthy. That's just a group email. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a group email. There's nothing like health carry about that. That's like, hey, if you want, that's that's like. There's no HIPAA violations. It's just like a community board. But my guess is they probably have to be, like everything probably has to go through the portal to keep it right. secure. But to me, that's an announcement like that, like their parking garage opened well, or something and they sent an email out to everybody and you had to log into the portal and it's like the first two decks of the parking garage are free. But also like for me, I can't ever, it's one of those things where like, I can't ever remember the password. So I've got to like reset it. So it's like never just a one step login thing. It's like, you know, 15 times I have to redo it. So I avoid checking the messages because usually I assume they're like that. Um, the one that I did not check, and this is totally my fault, not a knock on my doctor at all. Cause I do appreciate not having to like play phone tag with doctor's offices anymore. Um, said, Oh, by the way, we got your like pathology report from your, uh, surgery and you have an infection and you need to start taking medication like tomorrow. And that was like eight days ago. Yeah. Did so. you call them and tell them that you haven't been taking any? No, I I sent them a message back in the portal because I didn't read it till this weekend and it was a holiday weekend and I knew that no one would be like, obviously no one's going to be in the office and it's not really an emergency. So I just wrote back and I was like, um, I haven't been taking this medication. How do you know it's not an emergency? Maybe it's an emergency. I don't think it is because she didn't say go today. She's like, I'll call you this prescription. Take it for two weeks. It's an antibiotic. Hmm. Um, that's it. But she did say she's like. She's like, oh, um, you know, and don't like you can't try to have kids while you're on this medication. So I'm like, crap, did I just like everything in the fertility world is to the date. So I may have screwed up our next cycle. Oh, by and by because it'll reset the month or whatever. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh, I feel so dumb Um, and I should have paid attention and logged into the portal. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What does a lawyer wear when he's got an appearance in front of the court? A lawsuit. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Could you say that I'm obsessed with Rothy's? Yes, you could. I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's and I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser on the show. Now, 
I don't know about you, but as we transition to fall, I always feel like kind of a hustle bustle. I don't know. Maybe your kids are going back to school. Maybe you're a teacher and you're going back to school, but I always feel like I spend more time than ever on my feet as we get into the fall months and wind down our year. Okay, make sure you have comfortable shoes. Life is too short to be wearing uncomfortable shoes, and Rothy's are so cute. People Magazine named their point style the best flat for their first ever style awards in 2021. I used to see these shoes on celebrities all the time, and I thought they were super cute. The cherry on top is that they're actually comfortable. So you can take them right out of the box, put them on your feet, go about your day, no irritation, no blisters, and you can machine wash them. Okay. So my shoes, I've probably washed over a dozen times and they look as good as they did the day I took them out of the box. Another cool thing about Rothy's is everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of single use plastic bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you are stuck, it doesn't matter if you feel too sad. It doesn't matter if you feel too anxious, too nervous. If something is preventing you from feeling the best version of you, there is someone who can help you. BetterHelp can pair you with a therapist that can cut through that blockage, who can help you feel like you again. I went to therapy after spending years saying, I don't understand it. I don't know why people need therapy. Can't you just think about what's wrong and fix it? And then I go to therapy and realize how much easier it is when you have someone helping you and holding your hand through the process. Plus, if you don't know what needs to be fixed, you can't fix it. And if you don't go to therapy, you think you know, but you don't. Therapy is right for you because it's right for everyone. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, entirely online. You're going to get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. You can switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Go to betterhelp.com upside today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. My parents went to Iceland, and they brought Ellie back a bunch of souvenirs, which is super cute. And apparently a big thing in Iceland is puffins, right? And Ellie, like, loves stuffed animals, and she loves animals in general. So they got her all this puffin stuff that they brought back to her. And one thing that they brought was a puffin egg and it's like a fake egg that you put in water for like, you know, we had them when we were kids. It's like you put it in water for a day and then it hatches and then it's like, ah, you know. I don't ever remember what I remember are like the tiny little things capsules that, that almost look like, 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 like look like giant vitamins, mm -hmm. but they're inside. They're like, a dinosaur sponge and then yes. it pops open or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I, this was like big, right? And it was like hard shell. It was a, it, and I didn't, I did not real, I had never experienced a puffin egg or any egg 
of that sort, any toy egg of that sort before. And I had heard of them because they have like dinosaur eggs and, you know, all this stuff. And it's like a fun activity for kids, like probably a little bit for older kids. But Ellie liked the egg and she was walking around holding it saying puff an egg, puff an egg. And it was really cute. And everyone was like, yeah, oh my gosh, so cute. We got it. You got to watch it hatch, Ellie. And of course, she doesn't know. So we take it home. She's Jeff fills up this thing with water because we read the directions. It's like, okay, you have to submerge it in water. Find, and a, then, find a big, clear mixing bowl so we can watch the whole ha- hatching process. Right. So we take Ellie's puffin egg and we stand her up on like one of our bar stools and we're like, okay, Ellie, we're going to put this in here and then we're going to watch it for three days and then it's going to hatch and there's going to be like a baby puffin. And we think we're so smart. Jeff takes the puffin egg away from Ellie puts it in the water and it has holes in it. So you essentially have to drown it. So (laughs) there is the egg in the water. It's like spitting bubbles out and it keeps floating to the top. And every time it floats to the top, Jeff puts his hand back down to drown it again. And Ellie's looking at us like, Oh my God. Oh my God. What's what I are you doing? She, what are you doing to my puffin egg? I think she thought she witnessed a murder. And I think this is going to be like a core traumatic memory for our child. I think we scarred our child. When, um, Callie's parents came over like the following day or, uh, uh, maybe it was even that night. I was like, Hey, cause it was on the kitchen counter, but it was pushed back. So Ellie couldn't see it. And I was like, Hey, Hey, we're not going to bring up the P-U-F-F-I-N-E-double-G because she thinks that was an assault. She And she the saddest part of it was when Jeff was drowning it. She goes, Puffin? And then she's oh like, da, I was like, oh, da, my God. Da. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but it's a couple of days, I mean, a couple of hours later, the shell started to open, and then we decided to show it to her. And then she was kind of like, hmm. Puffin. So she knows... Something's happening. So tomorrow, I think, it'll be done. And, and then, then we'll continue. let her take it out, dry it off, and then she'll have a little puffin toy. Yeah, but I, okay. you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of scarred from you drowning the puffin. <laughs> that uh, was... Well, I just want to... I don't know if you have a... Um, because of the long weekend, I don't know if you have a what we're loving thing prepared to, for today, but I would like to share mine because even though you don't know it yet, you're going to love my thing as much as I love my thing. Okay. If you do repetitive tasks on a computer, okay, there is a device called a Stream Deck. It's by a company called Elgato, E-L-G-A-T-O. And when I say repetitive tasks, like if you switch between um, like different programs, like you have to launch different programs, or if you have to, if there's some like, sequence of keys that you need to hit to to save one spreadsheet and open a new one, something like that. Uh, This device, this stream deck is used by gamers and also people who live stream stuff, but you can program the keys on the stream deck to do whatever you want. So we had one when we record the show, we have one that stops the recording, starts the recording. Also, if there's an edit point or some, some, it's like a remote control, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a remote control plugs into the USB and it just, it's just ours. You can get them with like up to a hundred keys on it. Ours has just six buttons. Boom, 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 boom. And we only use three of them, right. Of the six buttons. Right. And I love it. So if you have like a need for something like that, check it out. So that's, 
that's called the Elgato Stream Deck. I discovered last week that the same company makes a foot pedal version of it. So I am so jazzed and so excited that our show is being recorded. Both of my hands are completely free. I don't have to push any of these buttons. And just sitting underneath me, I have a foot pedal thing with a, a stop button a, a, or a start button, a stop button, and then a thing to put a marker in our recording. So I don't have to push any buttons by hand. And I just think it's the coolest thing. It's their foot pedals. So you're telling me if I was, and I'll, I'll use our bookkeeper as an example, because I had a meeting with her recently. So it's top of mind. And yep. she switches between like QuickBooks, a spreadsheet and like something else. Yes. You're telling me that during the course of her work day, yep. that she could put a pedal under her foot Correct. and switch screens. Yes. yes. Switch screens is that could, that's the simplest version of it. Well, but, that's what I'm saying. Cause like I was just, yeah. But let's say that you're working with something and you have to hit like shift F eight, I don't know, making up that sequence of keys mm -hmm. in order to save whatever you're working on to the cloud. Right. Mm -hmm. And you want to, but when, but you have to do it before you switch programs or something, mm -hmm. you could have like, set up the sequence of keys be like one tap of the foot pedal could be shift F eight, right. To save it. Mm. Then it could be open up the other, then minimize that program, open up the other one. You just, it just records whatever you do on the keyboard and it assigns it to one foot pedal key. Mm. You're a super nerd. Totally. It's great though. And you look like you're playing the uh, organ. I know. <laughs> but I love it. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is smiling can change a couple of things. One is it can actually take your pain away sometimes. So if you're running and you don't, you know, you're like, oh, this is really hard. Like I hate running. Apparently if you smile, people say that makes you more efficient and the run feel more manageable. Um, when so if I, you see me running down the street and I have like the biggest smile ever, it's because I'm trying not to hate it. Um, there was some aspect when I did the triathlon like 10 years ago, there was some aspect, I can't remember if it was the bike or the run, but um, moving your face into a smile, it does something about the way you breathe, oh. which fixes the oxygen to your brain or whatever. A so separate study also found that smiling when you're getting a shot can lessen the perceived pain of the needle. So and make you look like a psychopath. One, two, three, cheese. Uh, if you are having, Oh, here's your second random thing. If you're having more nightmares lately, it could be because your bedroom smells. Ew. Um, yeah. So, uh, researchers were doing a study on dreams. And one of the things that they did was during the sleep study was, put different smells in the room where the study was taking place. So they would put the smell of roses and other vanilla, lavender, other pleasant smells in the room. Mm -hmm. Those people had fewer nightmares than where they Weird. put, where they put like rotting eggs, that type of smell. Those people had more bad dreams. Um, they think it is because the sense of smell is directly linked to parts of the brain associated with both pleasure and dreaming. A guy I used to date in college had a roommate who was like the epitome of a disgusting, Ugh, dirty guy. Yeah. And one time, this is really nasty, uh, he like threw up in a bowl and kept it in his room for like a week. Come on. It's like a typical dirty dude. I'm so glad you're not dirty. 
And your third random thing is firefighters use wetting agent agents to make water wetter. The chemicals reduce the surface tension of plain water so it's easier to spread and better soaks into objects, which is why it's known as wet water. And that one reminds me of my grandfather because every time we would go swimming, he had a pool in his backyard and he would say, is the water wet? And that was like his token joke. That Apparently not, Grandpa, because we're not firefighters. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. If you are following along with the Berkeley Happiness Calendar uh, for Tuesday, the like mindful thing that you're supposed to do to like you know, generate some happiness yeah, for today is to go barefoot and feel your connection to the earth. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I know that that's a big thing called grounding. Yeah. Like where you stand in the grass and you're bare feet. Try to be better about it. I haven't, I don't, I don't. It does feel really good though. Ellie, for whatever reason, like over the past week or two, has just decided that barefoot is the way to be. And uh, like if we go out to get the mail or something, she's like, I'm coming. And then she just marches like right down the road in her bare feet. Kelly from the carpool um, like swears by it and she does like grounding every day. So. Anywho, if you're working on that happiness with me, go barefoot, feel your connection to the earth, and have a great day. Hey, Callie and Jeff, but mostly Callie. I just wanted to tell you how excited I am for you about the computer. And I know this sounds so stupid, but I love electronics. I am obsessed with them. There's nothing more exciting than getting a new computer. And I even tell my husband, no jewelry, just electronics. Have a great weekend. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm getting caught up in listening to the episode where you're talking about um, forgiving and forgetting. And I a thousand percent agree with everything that Jeff is saying. Um, I, in fact, have changed my mindset when I speak to my children about um, giving and getting apologies. I've told them that they can say, I accept your apology instead of saying, I forgive you, because sometimes we don't instantly forgive people, but we can let them know that we acknowledge their apology and we accept their apology. So Jeff, I think everything you're saying is spot on and, you know, we are not obligated to forgive people. We have to do whatever keeps our peace. So, okay, that was it. Bye. Hi guys, Ashley in Atlanta, just calling about the secret. I completely disagree that the DVD or now it's actually on Netflix. You can stream it. Um, it's hokey. I love it. I watch it every new year's to kind of set the tone and start the year off. Right. So highly recommend. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I just wanted to call and, um, commend, uh, some of the upsiders for the way they left their voicemails regarding the political act. Uh, I didn't hear it cause I'm a little behind, but, um, I just think it was great how they were nice about how they relayed the information. And I just think that that's the whole reason for this community. Um, they definitely gave you guys some grace and I thought that that was pretty cool. So I just wanted to call and say that. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Mary. Um, I am laughing so hard at the license plates that were declined. Um, I think they're great. It's so funny. I will never forget, there was an SUV that lived close to me um, that I used to always see, and its license plate was said, be nude. 
So apparently that got approved. But yeah, I mean, if you see them, they just make you laugh. So I think it's great. Love you guys. Hey guys, um, you guys were making me laugh about um, Ellie and her injuries as a toddler. And I don't know if y'all remember the um, the skit on Saturday Night Live called Massive Head Moon Harry. And my niece, um, for some reason, all of her injuries were on her head. Like she would, I don't know if like her head was bigger than most kids or what, but every time she fell, like occasionally she would get a scraped knee or something like that. But mostly she would like bonk her head and like just have scrapes and scratches and like you know minor bleeding from her head so we used to call her massive head wound hairy and it was really funny and then at a certain age my sister made us stop calling her that because she was afraid that my niece would think her name was massive head wound hairy so um yeah so there's that um hopefully ellie doesn't look like massive head wound hairy but my niece sure did (laughs) have a great day y'all I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing.